This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, they thought, why stop there? Why not create other exciting and unexpected combinations like rainbows and ropes or fruity and gummy or chewy and more chewy? That's why they created fun treats like Sweet Tarts Twisted Rainbow Ropes, Gummies Fruity Splits, and Chewy Fusions. When you dare to combine, it's sure to blow your mind. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. Visit SweetTartsCandy.com to shop now. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Welcome to this bonus episode of the Olive Podcast. Each week we ask our favourite chefs, cookie writers and characters from the food scene to reveal their top three cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts to help make your time in the kitchen truly effortless. Hi, I'm back with Lewis Hara and he's going to introduce us to his three favourite cooking hacks. Uh, what have you got for us today, Lewis? Hello, Janine. Oh my gosh, uh, my cooking... My cooking hacks. Um, so I've got three little things I would like to share, which is like one equipment or tool, one ingredient and one technique. So I thought um, we would do in that kind of structure. So the one equipment I cannot do without in my kitchen, and I think it's the cheapest thing I've got, is my scraper. So people think, oh, a scraper, what do you mean? Um, you know those building things that you get in kind of hardware shops? I now I see them in baking, you know, it's a baking, in baking shops you find them, but they're incredibly useful, especially for, not only for scraping off like bowls to get all that last bit of batter into your cake or whatever, uh, but also to scrape off anything from like bowls to um, uh, pans and pots and pans, whatever, and also to, um, to use up, to scoop up things that you've chopped up and things like that, rather than use your hand and getting things all over the floor. And um, so they're, they're, they're like a pound each or even less and they're like kind of really thin uh, made of plastic and um, I use I keep them in my my one drawer I know where they are exactly and I tell all my my chefs don't mess around with my scrapers if you if you've got to use them do use them but put them back where they where they're supposed to be because they're so easy to get to, to lose them and then the other thing the one ingredient I've been using a lot is um, Vietnamese fish fish sauce. 
okay? I cook Japanese and Nikkei cooking, so fish sauces, um, they do, we do use fish sauce in, in, in Nikkei in, in Japanese home cooking, but uh, it's not a great, uh, it's not something that's very popular as, um, as soy sauce or, or, or sake and mirin. Um, although in Japan, fish sauce is becoming more and more popular as, as time goes by now. There are some premium kind of artisan brands that are, are you know, scooping up some awards and all that. But um, in Vietnam, people, not many people know this, um, in um, Fukuok Island, it's an island where they specialize in, in, in Vietnamese fish sauce. And it's the only place outside of Europe that I know of that has a PDO for their, for their ingredients. They have a PTO for the fish sauce. And I actually went to Fukuok just to go to the factories to, to oh no, I got so obsessed with it. <laughs> That's, I kind of like, um, I had to, uh, to go there and, and kind of see, you know, how, how the fish sauce is made and to taste the fish sauce. And it's just an incredible thing. And we think of fish sauce as like, oh my gosh, it smells horrendous and it's just like fishy and it's going to make my food taste fishy. But it doesn't. If you know how to use it, okay, it will just bring out the natural flavors of the food that you're cooking and will give like such a boost of umami, which is incredible. And a lot of recipes as well, if you, sometimes you come across people cooking with, uh, with anchovy fillets, which you can very easily. If you like, like I've seen recipes with chicken, you kind of frying chicken and you add one or two fillets of anchovies, anchovy fillets, and that doesn't add a fish's taste. It just adds the flavor. This just brings out the flavor. And the fish sauce is exactly the same. So rather than using um, anchovy fillets, you can straight just put, add a tablespoon of fish sauce. Now, fish sauce comes in all shapes and sizes and colors. And I th it goes from one pound a bottle of a liter to eight pounds a bottle if you're buying the real good stuff. So for instance, I have to do like two or three or four different types of, of fish sauce in my fridge. The really good ones like from Fukuok, which I use for um, um, like for dressings and, and light things that I want to just kind of bring out the flavor. Or if, I, if I'm cooking something like meats or frying chicken and I just want to add kind of some of our very I use a, a, a less expensive fish sauce so and they both work beautifully they're just different you know different quality grades I guess and what's number three on your tips the number three is like a technique and it's not so much a technique it's more like talking about um planning okay uh, I know everyone's like oh my gosh you know no, no one likes planning and kind of thinking too hard about things but um I cook for 32 people at my supper club uh, three times a week and sometimes I have to I have no help during the day so I have to do all the the mise en place all the food prep on my own so um so from from my background being an accountant I think maybe I'm kind of like used to the, my spreadsheets and my my work documents and all that so I even so I brought in that um that um kind of knowledge into my into my cooking also, at Le Cordon Bleu, we had to, you know, they do encourage you very strongly to, to plan, 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 especially if you're doing catering for large numbers like I do uh, here in the supper club. So what I do, I break down every recipe. I go through the recipe with a kind of like, you know, very, very, very in detail. And I make sure to break down every recipe into items that I can do 
the previous day or even two or three days in advance. There's so many things that actually taste even better if you cook two or three days in advance. And there are even things like, um, you know, chopping up vegetables, um, washing herbs and, and chopping it and putting Tupperwares, putting it in your fridge uh, that you think, oh, this is going to take me five minutes. But no, because when you're doing all kinds of different things, you know, you, what you want to do is you... You, by the time your guests are at your place and you want to, you, you'd be hosting a dinner party with eight guests, the last thing you want is your guests feeling guilty, looking at you like struggling, you know, like you, you don't want to open the door with a, you know, a feather, you know, dust, feather duster in your, in your hand. You want to open your door with a glass of gin and tonic, possibly. You know what I mean? You don't want to look like stressed out. So a lot of the stress can be taken out of things like that if you spend an hour if that just going through your recipes and and breaking them things i can do two days in advance one day in advance things i can do hours in advance and just like what what you can do is just get all those tupperwares together all those containers together and just put the dishes together at the last minute you you want to minimize cooking you just want to do the, the the essential cooking at the time that you have to serve stuff you don't want to break out on a sweat when you're hosting. <laughs> Definitely not. And that's only possible if you plan, if you plan in advance. Thank you so much for that. That's three absolutely brilliant tips there, Lewis. I feel like I'm going to be more prepared now. Thank you very much for that. It was great. Thank you, Janine. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Olive Podcast. For recipes and more information, head to olivemagazine.com. Do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. And don't forget to subscribe at iTunes, Acast, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.